The Last Word with Matt Cooper. Let's talk about issues relating to your spending. Uh, let's talk about fuel prices, also energy prices, but first, increased prices in restaurants because we're at the end of August and this Friday, the 1st of September, is the date on which the VAT rate on food and drink in hotels and restaurants goes up from 9%, the specially reduced rate, back up to this old rate of 13.5%. So Adrian Commons, Chief Executive of the Restaurants Association of Ireland, does that mean that when Friday comes around that we can expect to see different menus in many of our restaurants with different prices to reflect the increased VAT? Yes, and that's a decision for each business owner, but the vast majority, I believe, will be passing it on to the customer. Um, it's a consumer tax. It's a tax on uh, on customers coming into restaurants that will increase the, the, the price of meal out, the price of dining out for a weekend. It's a luxury spend, and as we head into... Um, the, the winter, um, we can see that the rising cost of energy, which we talk about later, affects our industry as well. And the government said at the very beginning that they wouldn't add to the cost of living crisis in the country. And this is one thing that they're going to do to add to the cost of living crisis in Ireland, and especially to hit the restaurant and hospitality sector uh, at the end of this week with a bad increase from 9 to 13.5%. Might some restaurants decide to absorb the increase so as not to punish their customers to make sure that their customers keep coming into their establishments? Yes, and some restaurants will make a business decision and may absorb it. But let's look at uh, the business model. You'll have some businesses that won't be able to absorb it because their margins are between 1% and 5% already at the moment. Um, And if they start to absorb that as a cost, on top of all of the other costs that they've absorbed over the last uh, 12 months, uh, in terms of energy, in terms of cost of inputs, in terms of wage, wage inflation, that every other business in this country is affected by it as well. Um, and we are a labour-intensive industry. You'll see the businesses closing, and you'll see businesses reducing their, their hours of opening also. So it's not a good, good news story for our industry. And in fact, over the last number of days, the amount of restaurants that are bringing us at the moment in terms of of uh, the the bleak outlook that they're portraying in terms of their industry and their businesses is not good for this country. Okay, there's a couple of listeners already getting in touch, Adrian, asking, did your members actually, when reduce the prices of uh, their products, when the, the VAT re- reduction from 13.5% to 9 was brought back in as a COVID measure? That uh, reduction uh, was that each business, if they wanted to do it, they could do it. That, that was a result. There was no stipulation that it must be done. It was the same way in terms of newspapers. The, the, the VAT was reduced from newspapers from 9 to 0% across all news, newspapers uh, last year. And I don't think the price of newspapers has reduced by that also. So it's, up, it's a business decision what businesses want to do themselves. We're in a cost of business crisis like everybody else in this country at the moment. And you will see businesses closing. You will see parts of this country where they've had not as much tourism as they should have because of the amount of hotel stock that has been taken out for the humanitarian crisis around refugees. There is businesses that are on their knees and there's that, uh, increase, that increase is going to tip them over the edge 
uh, and this is, is, a, is a time where the government doesn't need it doesn't need this money because they're awash with money at the moment. They have a surplus of 18 billion this year in terms of, of what is coming into the exchequer of the government. Okay, Charlie Weston, personal finance editor of the Irish Independent, and of course our weekly Wednesday money correspondent is with us as well. Hey, Charlie, would you have sympathy for the position of restaurants and cafes and hotels and bars? I would, Matt. I'd have some sympathy indeed, um, but I think um, hotels in particular didn't do themselves any favour, particularly around the uh, prices charged for around uh, concerts, big concerts like Taylor Swift and that. They really put their prices up. And remember that the daily room rate in Dublin reached a new high in May there of 209. So particularly hotels in Dublin haven't done themselves any favour. They're perceived to be in price gouging and the Pascal Donoghue, when he was Minister for Finance, was very, very strong on this, very annoyed with them. But it, it, this change in the VAT rate doesn't just affect restaurants, catering, hotels and, and restaurants. It's also hairdressing, admission to theatres and museums. Um, so it, it, it's just going to add to the cost of living pressures, Matt. And, uh, Sorry, this is government-induced inflation, so is it? I think it is. I think it's counterintuitive. I think people are very annoyed by this. I mean, We've, we've inflation at 5.8% at the moment. It's double that for groceries. We've had inflation over 5% for 22 months in a row. And people are sick and tired of it. And they think, you know, the government really, look, you could do it out with this, lads. You, 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 the, it's a, the coffers are awash with money. This will um, bring in an extra 250 million. The changes to petrol and diesel bring in about 700 million. That's about a billion almost in extra revenues. Um, is it needed? You know, it, 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 these things just have a massive knock-on effect on everything else, particularly petrol and diesel. I mean, that's gone up again on Friday. I mean, that, that's really killing people because don't, they don't have good transport options. It affects everything because, you know, it affects transport companies. That's added on to a whole range of other things because uh, it's a key cost in the economy. And you're talking about petrol going up by $0.07 cents on Friday, another $0.05 cents in, 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 on diesel. And, and again on, in October, the, and when the three increases are, are put through, it, $0.21 cents will have gone on petrol, 16 on diesel. It'll bring petrol and diesel back up near the €2, Euro psychologically important mark. And, you know, people are really, really annoyed with that and just don't think it's justified. I think, listen, give us a break here. We're under extreme pressure as, as consumers and households and if we want to go out for a meal we shouldn't have to pay extra for it and we certainly shouldn't be paying extra for fuel when we can't avoid it in, in most cases and, and just go through that again for us Charlie because the government is effectively putting up the price of what we eat in restaurants and cafes and bars by the 4.5% increase in VAT bringing it back to the old level which will be passed on but go through again for us will you how it's going to actually increase the price of petrol and diesel both of which seem to have gone up in the four courts quite significantly in recent weeks already. They really have, Matt, you know, and that's down to the Russians and the Saudis restricting supply. So it's going up anyway. So the government gave us a concession last March where they reduced, temporarily reduced the excise duty on petrol and diesel and then decided to gradually phase it back in in three increases. So we had one in June We'll do another increase in, in, in the excise duty again on Friday, this coming Friday, and, and again in October. So all told, you're talking about 21 cents going on the petrol, 16 on diesel. And that real, that, you know, trying to control inflation and the cost of living, that's just, going, you know, not going to happen if we're going to, you know, increase ex excise duty at a time when petrol and diesel are going up anyway, as you say, Matt. So, you know, restaurants, hairdressing, 
all to go up. And then your petrol and diesel, which is a key cost for a lot of families, uh, particularly people in rural areas. Again, another massive cost for people. So it's, it's, it's going to be, and it comes at a time as well when home heating oil is, is gone back up over 1,110, I think is the latest price for that for a thousand litres. So, you know, coming into the winter months, these, these things then become more expensive. How can you get inflation down? And the government are predicting inflation going down below 4% by the year end. I don't see it happening. Okay, I think the government is foolish here and they should reconsider this excise duty change to petrol and diesel. You see, the government will give you figures back saying about all the tax foregone by not applying VAT at 13.5% in the hospitality sector and hairdressers and the rest of it. They'll tell you about all the money that they didn't collect by having a reduced excise rate. But... Do they need the money? Because they're running a massive government surplus. And if we're going to have the benefit of all these extra corporation taxes for a while, should we not get some of it back, even in temporary decreases in the other taxes at a time when the government is running a surplus? I totally agree. I mean, at the very least, as the petrol retailers have proposed, they should delay bringing in this increase that's due on Friday in excise duty. You're right, the, the state coffers are awash with money, uh, people are under pressure, why do you need to do this? VAT receipts are going up anyway, excise duty receipts are way up, uh, you know, and when you put up excise duty, it, 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 there's, a, there's a, a VAT benefit to the government as well. So look, at the, the government are gaining, it's not that like they desperately need this money, the money, the, the, the savings here are needed by consumers, by households. So it look, it, it's just driving people insane that they're doing these things at a time when people are struggling, coming into the back to school season, coming into the expensive winter season. Uh, people are filling up with oil now. They're thinking about more expensive winters. And it just seems like really, really bad timing. They should hold off on, on the excise duty increase on petrol and diesel at least. And, you know, M- Michael uh, McGrath, the Minister for Finance, He's banging on and on about deposit rates. I mean, that affects a small number of people. Fuel affects huge numbers of people. Energy costs affect huge numbers of people. And this is really where the government should concentrate its efforts, I would say. Okay, I'll be back to you in one second, Charlie, because I want to talk to you about gas and electricity prices. But Adrian Cummins, something else I want to put to you, and this is just a little bit based on personal experience, but a fortnight ago, I was in Paris for the weekend with my wife and one of our children, the teenager. And to my shock and horror, I was eating out in Paris for the three of us cheaper than it would have been for two of us in Dublin. I found that absolutely extraordinary that Paris, one of the regarded as one of the most expensive cities to go to as a tourist, was providing me with better value for money eating out than Dublin could. How can you explain that? Well, don't think Adrian is going to explain it because he isn't there. What a pity that is. Okay, Adrian, are you there? No, okay. Charlie, Adrian can't respond to that. So what I'm going to finish with by asking you is, what is the story with reduced prices on gas and electricity? Well, we're hoping and we're desperately hanging on here and this is really where the government should be putting pressure on for some price cuts. Now, we did see a small operator announcing today a second price cut. That's Pinergy. And last week, we have a new player coming into the market. Uh, you know, uh, part of the pre prey power group. And it's, it's saying it can offer reductions of up to 500 euros, euros a year in your electricity. So there are two positive developments. But we haven't seen the big four. That's Electric Ireland, Borgosh, uh, SSE, Electricity and Energia. 
We haven't seen those guys cut their prices yet. And if um, they are expected in the coming weeks to cut prices, but they won't be much, Matt. It'd be 10% maybe. Uh, they're banging on saying that they're, you know, they're locked into long-term deals on what they, in, in terms of what they paid and, for. And we have to trust their word on that, don't we? Because we don't have transparency to see for so-called competitive reasons as to what they actually have locked themselves into. We don't, and, and you know, we, I just wish the, the, the regulator here would be more interventionist. We have a, 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 a dysfunctional energy market in this country. We don't have sufficient supply. We have the most expensive electricity in Europe, according to the um, Household Energy Index. It's, compl- it's compiled by the Austrian and the Hungarian regulators. Um, and, you know, it, 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 they have price caps in England. We don't have anything like that in this country. You know, consumers feel they're getting a very bad deal on energy and we have to trust the companies. Even though we have 11 different energy supply companies, we're not seeing any cuts. And I think it's past time that we did. People are really wary now uh, and, and fed up with this and think they're due a break. Uh, but when they do get a break, it won't be enough okay. to, to, to make up the very big increases that we saw in the last while, Matt. OK, I think Adrian Cummins is back. And I don't know if you heard what I was saying to Adrian uh, from the Restaurants Association of Ireland. But a fortnight ago in Paris, with my wife, teenage son, going out for lunches and dinners in the three days we were there and finding it was cheaper on every occasion I was calculating for the three of us than it would have been for two people going out for a meal in Dublin and possibly in other parts of Ireland. How can that be justified and how are we going to continue having a tourism industry if those are the prices that have been charged and can't all be put down to VAT? Well, Ireland is a is a premium destination, and as a so, and Paris is, is a premium destination. Ireland's second division by comparison to Paris. Come on. Yes, and in terms of the cost of business, the cost of running a business in Ireland is far higher than it is in in in, in France. When you look at the wage wage costs, the uh, the waiter in, in in France is probably earning less between thirty and forty percent less than what a waiter in Ireland is, is earning. So the cost of business to run a restaurant in Ireland is far higher. Very simple. Our taxation system, our amount of money that we pay, send a commercial rate, local authorities, all the other charges that we are charged with to run any restaurant and the cost of raw material as well. It's, it's far cheaper to run a restaurant in France than it is to Ireland. That's why you'll have a, have a cheaper meal. What's the minimum wage here in Ireland? About 11.50 at the moment. Okay. And due to go up. Uh, on the first of, first of January this year, it's ten fifty seven uh, in France, so it's a euro per head. That doesn't really uh, justify the difference, does it? In the prices been charged in Paris and charged in Dublin. Anyway, we've got to leave it there. The last word with Matt Cooper, weekdays from four thirty. Today.